by thinking. What is up, everybody? Welcome to my brand new pet project that's super fun that comes out when it comes out. So you might get 10 episodes in one week and none for six months. This is my new pet project called What the Blink Was I Thinking podcast. So the point of this podcast is analyzing stories where people made poor choices under stress. Now, if you've been doing this for more than a minute, you've made a mistake under stress. There's just no way that hasn't happened. You weren't at the level you were supposed to be at. And I firmly believe that winning is reinforcement and losing is learning. So if you win something, you're like, still awesome, better brush that off and keep being awesome. The second you lose is when you start to learn. So we're going to take a snapshot of a loss and then analyze it. So how the show works, free portion is going to be just the story. We talk, we laugh, we tell the jokes. Then on Patreon, the $5 level, Lessons learned, and we're going to debrief the story we just talked about, adding in the self-defense lesson. So hopefully this helps you with your being stuck in the house, some laughs, some joy. I got a little tired of just debating all the time. The debate show is still happening. I'm recording a debate today, but it won't be as frequent. This is going to be just kind of whenever it comes out. So if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. This is mostly for me anyways, but it's going to just look down with the debates. All right, so today we have on the show Casey Kekkeis. And Casey, tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Hi, uh, I'm Casey. I'm a police officer in the great state of Minnesota. I'm one of the founding members of Violence Dynamics. And uh, when I'm not that busy, uh, I run a gig called uh, Judo Minnesota, where we teach Katamido Jiu-Jitsu. And the, the kind of the overreaching goal is to help uh, have positive relationships between law enforcement and the community. Awesome. And uh, Casey and I have been friends for a very, very long time. It's mostly just me talking to my friends and making them tell me funny stories. That's the whole point <laughs> of this podcast. So, Casey, why don't you uh, why don't you start your story? All right. Uh, so, I got a couple of them. All right. I, I got I, so I, I whittle it down to two. I think. This let's do one. Let's sense. do one today. One long one today. Then we'll do another episode with the next one next time. Oh, perfect. Okay. So, okay. So, uh, of the two that I had in my head when I first kind of got the idea of what this blog was going to be about. Uh, one of them I talked about at Violence Dynamics all the time, and you've already heard that story, so it might yeah. not be as fun. So we'll have the other one that I don't tell as much. <laughs> so Yay! That, That's what I want. That makes sense. We're here. It does. Uh, so again, uh, the if under the premise of or what the fuck was I thinking, or uh, <laughs> like the the dumbest fight I've ever been in. Again, this was uh, um, at, in the as. A professional police officer it wasn't like a, a meet me after school douchebag or hey you you spilt your beer on me and my dick's bigger than yours put him up bro uh this was a professional use of force <laughs> so it was supposed to be a professional uh use of force yeah. <laughs> and uh so uh i know you've been there and maybe some of the people listening to this uh have trained with us uh at or uh, at violence dynamics but at the uh mermaid before so this is uh, before you ever went to the mermaid, uh, they, they kind of revamped it. So that's why we trained there, right? Because they turned it into like a, a banquet center. But before I did that, it was the club and it was like 80% of our call load. And especially at that time in my career, I was a young police officer. So I'm working overnights. So every shift that I did, I was dealing with the club and they had like, so they would, they would advertise on like the the gangster rap hip hop channel and uh, about, about the club, and then they would have like 
all on the same night. They'd have dollar drinks and it'd be like 18 and plus night. So you'd get a bunch of uh, hardened criminals from the inner city coming up to the burbs to uh, try to score with 18 year old girls that thought it'd be cool <laughs> to see what dollar drinks is like uh, or to see if they could get uh, inner city youth to buy them dollar drinks and so, what could possibly go wrong. So, so to pause you there, smart. so to pause there, what is the age of consent for drinking in the state you're in? 21? Yeah. yeah. So in Minnesota, you have to be 21 okay. uh, to drink alcohol legally. Yes. So, but you could go to the club at 18 and they yeah. would put a big X on oh, your hand. So that totally stops anyone else from <laughs> buying you drinks. And if I was, right. And if I was, a uh, inner city youth that was looking to uh, uh, have special romance time with uh, 18-year-old person that I found attractive, I would have my predator eyes looking for an ex. And even <laughs> yeah. if this if this is the handsomeness that I bring to the package, yeah. this, but I can buy you alcohol, just became a lot more attractive, right? So like, mm -hmm. hey, sweet girl, what's your favorite wrestling move? Would you like a Zima? Oh, yes to <laughs> one, two, one out of three ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, I love the Zima reference. Number two, so literally, they mark the least experienced people in the bar with an indicator. <laughs> okay, that's amazing. Keep going. <laughs> so, hey, all you rapists, in case you're wondering who to rape, look for the big X, and they will oh. let you bring them as much booze as you can handle. Maybe put a little drinky drink in oh. the drinky drink. Super great. Let's oh, great. I love it. It's a, such an amazing thought process. I feel like they put a ton of thought into that, but keep going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a reason it became a convention center. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's kind of the environment that we're in, and yeah. so like. But and they, they they seem to keep tripping over the dick. So they would advertise on the on the hip hop channel, mm -hmm. but then they would have like uh, an hour uh, DJed by uh, personalities from the heavy metal station or from the country station. Okay. So you can imagine how fun that is. So now it's transitions from ninety three X heavy metal time to uh, late 90s gangster rap time and the, the crowds interchanging with each other. And so this just, this is just the kind of letting, uh, laying the groundwork. And even though that would seem to be their primary demographic that they're advertising to, right? So they're using uh, walleye bait and they're fishing in a walleye lake, then they're surprised when they start catching walleye, right? So they have like <laughs> this very in-depth uh, dress code, right? So like we're gonna, we're going to, uh, advertise on a radio station where every music video, the people in this video dress this way. So maybe like e even if you're not in the lifestyle, like if you enjoy this type of music, you might self-identify by wearing this, right? So like, mm -hmm. um, I if I wear a Metallica T-shirt that doesn't indicate anything about me. I just like Metallica, right? So if I if I dress a particular way to show that I like hip hop music, that doesn't mean that I'm a fucking crip. It means that, hey, I listen to you advertise on the hip hop station that you want that you're having hip hop night at your club, but I can't dress in what would be considerably hip hop, I don't know if you want to say costume or hip hop. Uh I think the non-racist term at the time was urban attire. Nice. Uh, and so uh so if I like and then there's a huge, it was like a permanent steel sign with their dress code rules on it because it was such an issue, right? So if your pants are sagging or you had this brand of clothing or this type of jewelry or these colors, 
you'd get turned away at the door. Okay. And uh, so again, without getting, you know, it's uh, a stupid uh, fight I got into. Now it's uh, in depth of smart things. So that's not getting too deep into, you know, like conflict communication and monkey dance and things too. So now, uh, which we will get into th- in the lessons learned. We'll yeah. definitely get into it, but not here for the free stuff. Yeah, you don't get it for that. free stuff. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Never say cheddar again, but keep going. <laughs> Straight out of the 763 one crazy motherfucker named Casey. Go on. <laughs> so, uh, so this is where we're at, right? So yeah. uh, there, and we we got to be pretty familiar, pretty friendly with uh, their security staff because we're dealing with stuff all the time. Yeah. And they had to do, and besides like the own things, like, so like, they had to be really good. It's their bosses that are making it. Their boss is not listening to them say, hey, this is fucking stupid. Why do we do this? Uh, so we, we uh, and they were, they were smart, right? So we had a good working relationship with them. Uh, we helped them out to uh, as best as we could. And it was a situation like this where uh, someone was, uh, clearly he had his, uh, either I enjoy hip hop music or I want everyone to think that I am in a gang costume on. Right. And they're like, Hey, dude, you're more than welcome to come in here, but uh, you're gonna have to tuck your chain in and pull up your pants, and then so and it was a whole lot of fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. They're like, well, this is you know a private establishment, so if you don't want to dress like this, that's fine. Uh, there's plenty of other bars you could go to, and then you know you're racist. Fuck this stuff. Uh, come outside and fight me. And then it's like, all right. Well, when you say shit like that, we got a call from the officer Casey downstairs. He's having a do up you know, up at the bar, and because you could smoke inside there at the time. Then, so that's how old I am. So I was a young cop. You could smoke inside at a bar. <laughs> so like, Ooh, what? Luke Skywalker exists. Tell us the stories, old man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and it was one of those. So uh, similar thing. Where it was, uh, hey, you know, how can I help you out here, right? Be nice to those times, time not to be nice. And then it's something, uh, these guys are racist, you're racist. Like, literally, I've been there 10 seconds. I'm racist because mm-hmm. I responded to a 911 call. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I had the choice, right? Uh, and it was a simple, I'm like, hey, you know, I hear you. And I understand why you might think these rules are unfair. But that's the rules of this privately owned business. Uh, so you can choose to... Uh, agree to these rules and come inside and enjoy your evening or you can leave pretty much exactly what these guys uh, told you. So then, but uh, then like this guy's lost face, you know, he's been arguing for 10, 15 minutes and he's got to, he's got to reclaim his face somehow. And so he's going to take a shot at the title. Right. So how, how better to, to earn my face back than uh, to get uh, physically aggressive with the big white cop? Because if I win, cool, I beat the big white cop. And if I didn't, well, look at this big white racist, uh, you know, destroyed me of, you know, fulfilling my prophecy of how evil, you know, or how racist <laughs> this place is. Right. Uh, and so you have to remember in my martial arts, uh, the spectrum of my training then this. So in the early 2000s, I, pr- I probably had like a decade or more of uh, Aikido on board and it was real heavy with Aikido. And so uh, like guys shoved me. Right. So we. Uh, assisted him to the ground uh, in a safe fashion, protecting right. his head and face. <laughs> and uh, I remember, so uh, Nika Joe, right, for guys who aren't uh, 
Aikido nerds is uh, a wrist pin like this. If you can kind of right. see what I'm doing to myself. Yeah. So if you can imagine that he's face down and his hand his shoulders between my knees and I'm holding him like this. I'm like, guy, look at what happened, right? Uh, this is, uh, I'm like, just give me your other hand. And, you know, of course, he's got a safe face, right? And so he's got to show, like, how hard that the cops had to fight to do this. Right. And so I'm cranking on this. And it's to the point, like, no one's never tapped at this level before, right? Because, again, it's, it's not like something where this is, except for, like, in, like, uh, catch wrestling. Like, even something like this is illegal in every type of grappling uh, competition there is, right? It's a, it's a right. small joint uh, manipulation. And like, and I can, I can feel like the, the tension on his wrist, like about to go and like all the crowds are there. And this is like before the technology that everyone had a phone, but there are security cameras everywhere. Right. And, uh, emotional control and just like common, calm thinking is like a reservoir. Right. And it's mm -hmm. all drained now. And I just remember <laughs> it was like, I had to make the, I had to make the choice. Uh, like, so am I going to snap this guy's arm in front of every, am I like, am I literally going to put this guy in the hospital for the, my, for like a disorderly conduct or, you know, like, so how do I get out of this? Right. It's, and I remember again, so this is early two thousands, but you still couldn't just drop retard casually. Right. I just remember right. like, so there's 50 people around, right. I'm like, are you fucking retarded? Are you going to make me break? Your fucking retard arm. <laughs> but it's like, like, then by that time, like my partners are there, like, Ooh. <laughs> and so, uh, and, you know, and uh, he ended up giving me his arm, like literally. So it's again the the idea or why I even thought of this story, like the dumbest fight I've been in. Uh, I is I almost maimed a guy because uh, he said mean things to me and and shoved me once. And it's uh, as much as I want to think uh, so highly of myself, and I would never do something so dumb. Uh, I'm I'm still as human as the next guy, and that was that was one of the dumbest things. <laughs> Just the dumbest overall situation I've been in for something like that. <laughs> So that is amazing. Uh, the the so the story I just I just didn't know where it was gonna go and it's I haven't heard that one before so yeah. I'm really I don't tell it a lot I'm not time. super proud of it. <laughs> well, and that's good, but that's the point of this show is we can learn and people can see like oh a fully trained police officer made a bad choice in a crappy zone maybe I'm okay to make a bad choice sometimes too right so yeah. that is hilarious. Thank you so much for sharing the story, Casey. This is the end of the free portion. Why don't you tell the people where they could get a hold of you? All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, probably the best place to get a hold of me because while we're all coronified, we're rebuilding our website. So the easiest place to get a hold of me is at violencedynamics.com. And if you check out the Boodle blog, that's where I spend a lot of my most deepest inner thoughts. If you want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> awesome. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to whatever the show is called. I greatly appreciate it. This is going to be out when it comes out. Again, this is a pet project for my mental health. I hope you are all enjoying this. It gives me something to do. So I'm not just getting stoned and playing video games. That was good for like a day and a half. And I'm sick of it. Uh, and I thought it'd be fine like all month. What up? And I'm like, nah, I'm sick of this. Uh, so thank you for listening. This will come out when it comes out. The next one will come out when that one comes out. Hopefully you heard the last episode with Sterling Scott. The episode before that with Alex 
Alex Fort. And of course, for episode one, Randy goes boom, the story where I fell and landed on a chair. So hopefully you're all enjoying these. Uh, give me some feedback. If you want to be on the show, jump on the show. And if you want more, lessons learned over on Patreon.